0: welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and it's a pleasure to be here with you all today. Today, I have a very special guest interview, and I'm so excited to announce who our special guest is and exactly what we're diving into today in this beautiful conversation. However, before I do that, I've got two really important announcements for you all. The first is you asked for it, so I have decided to create it. I will be sharing with you all my special end of year workbook. This is a process that I take myself through at the end of every year to prepare for the new year ahead, but also, and this is the most important part of it, to really take myself through a beautiful self-development and self-discovery process so that I really make sure that I'm aware of all of the lessons that I've learned throughout the year that I've just been through. And also that I'm really taking into account all of the ways that I have grown and evolved and changed so that I'm really aware and conscious of who this new version of myself, I actually am not because I need to change anything just because naturally we are growing and evolving and we really just don't give ourselves enough of a deep checkpoint every single year. And even more frequently than that to really get to know ourselves again. So this is my favorite part of the year. I absolutely love taking myself through this process. And usually what I do is I take myself through one exercise every day throughout the month of December. So that's 31 exercises. And then some years I don't do it over each day. I instead just take myself over a couple of days where I go through all of the 31 exercises. I do a really big deep dive. And regardless of in what way I do the exercises, it's always so incredibly eye-opening, uh, realigning, and so nice nourishing for my soul before I set intentions and goals and create that vision for the next year ahead. Now, of course, you can use this process whenever you like. Another beautiful time of year to do it is at your birthday, or you might even do it a couple of times each year. You know, whatever feels great to you. The point is this process will allow you to make sure that as you move forward, you are really aware of and connected to the person that you are now and the dreams and vision and intentions and life that you want to create for yourself. This is really the process for creating a life that is beautiful. And it's one that I do yearly because it's so important for myself. And this year for 20 at the end of 2019, I took myself through only a part of this process. And I really regretted it this year because I really felt like I was floating out in the abyss of this year. There was lots of choice and opportunity, which is really great. But I also felt like I missed a big piece of the direction. And when it came to some of the lessons that I'd been learning the year before, I felt like I was relearning a number of le- of those lessons this year. So this year and, and for my own personal life, I will be taking myself through this really amazing process from the 1st of December. And I invite you all to come with me. So if you would like to have a copy of this amazing workbook, all you need to do is go to latisharange.com forward slash workbook to book your copy and then you'll have access to that from the 1st of December. Now, of course you can use this again and again and again, so you'll have it every single year. I'm offering it at a really beautiful low price so that it will be affordable for you all. And this really is such a beautiful process to take yourself through also for your business, right? Because the only way we can create an aligned life and the only way we can create a business that allows for an aligned life is by really getting clear on who we are, what we love, what inspires us, what we enjoy, and what is actually going to be a really amazing life for us. Now, I also just want to say, I know some of you are not specific manifestors. And so when it comes to creating visions and plans and this sort of thing, you feel like I really don't want that. This process is really a process to help you tune in and to simply ask yourself specific questions so that you can get awareness, what you do with that. And in terms of how detailed, like if you want to set a million goals or you want to set a million intentions, or you want to go even further and set really detailed plans, That is all up to you, right? You can be as specific or as general as you like. And I encourage you to go with what you know works for you. By now, we know what works for us to a certain degree. So go with what works for you. Either way, it's going to be such a beautiful process to take yourself through. And I'm really excited to share it with you all. So once again, go to LeticiaRinge.com forward slash workbook. I encourage you to make sure you order your copy before the 1st of December And let's go through this beautiful process so that we can really walk into 2021, feeling super aligned with the year that we would love to live and experience. And my second announcement is to remind you all that if you would like to work with me in your business in 2021, whether it's to grow your business to that beautiful six figure income, or whether it's to have your first validated offer, which means create an offer that actually sells to. Your community that you receive income for. So that's like starting your business. That's the number one thing that we want to create when we're starting a business. Whether you're in that growth phase or you're in that starting phase, I have a new process for applying to work with me, and it's to complete this really beautiful assessment form I've created so that you can get a lot of clarity about your business and where you're at and exactly what you want support with. And also, of course, so that I can get clarity on what that is for you. And with that beautiful information that you provide, I can assess what is the best way that I can support you in 2021. So this has been really, really successful. So many of you have applied and shared all of your information and details, and it's been so wonderful to learn more about you and your businesses and your dreams. And also for me to see where some of the gaps are that are standing in your way to the vision and the business that you want. So if you would love to apply to work with me in 2021, now is the time. I'm leaving enrollment open for longer, so please go to letitiaringe.com forward slash assessment if you'd love to know how I can support you in 2021. And make sure you fill out all of those questions. The more time you spend answering those thoughtfully, the better it's going to be for you in terms of the clarity that you receive. It doesn't need to be something you spend a lot of time on. You could set aside half an hour, and that would be enough time to answer the questionnaire. But do yourself the favor of allowing 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 yourself the space to go through those questions because they'll really give you a lot of um, clarity on exactly where the areas are of your business and your life that you need to work on and give attention to so that you can really create that holistic life and business that allows you to thrive holistically. So once again, if you'd like to apply to work with me in 2021 so that I am a partner on your amazing team for your business, just head to com forward slash assessment and make sure you submit that as soon as possible because some of the opportunities are limited. And so I can only take a certain amount of people in. So once they're full, then they're, then they're full, right? So that is it, everybody. They are my announcements for today. And now I'd love to introduce our very special guest interview who we have on the podcast today. Her name is Melissa Dolan, otherwise known as Mel Dolan. And Mel is a women's embodiment coach. She's also one of our incredible members in our holistic business, Mistress Mind. And Mel loves sharing the teachings of sacred sexuality and the divine feminine mysteries to awaken you into your true power and to own your authentic. Authenticity. She's also a yoga and meditation teacher of kundalini, vinyasa and yin yoga. She's a certified integrative nutrition health coach, transformation and wellness guide, speaker and writer. And she also is trained in the tantric healing arts. Mel once operated from a place of scarcity as a highly stressed consultant, suffering from poor physical uh, health and mental health. She had feelings of low satisfaction and fulfillment, and then her life completely turned around when she learned to embody the power of a woman. Her mission is to guide you on your own journey of liberation into your feminine magic, birthright of pleasure and ultimate ecstasy and fulfillment. Ooh, isn't that just so delicious. So today on the podcast, we are talking with Mel all about her journey, really how she made that big life decision, right? To move from a very successful consulting career to starting her own business and also moving from that very masculine focused way of life to a much more uh, feminine focused way of life. And we really dive into making those big life decisions like and taking what feels like risk and how to know when you're out of alignment versus when it's simply resistance. I'm really excited for you to hear this part of the conversation today, because I know so many of you are going through. These same turning points in your life where it feels like you're taking a really big risk and you just want to make sure it's the right decision for you. So, you will really enjoy today's conversation and it will give you a lot of clarity as you move forward and decide what the right decision is for you. I'd love to just remind everyone, though, if you are at that turning point in your life where you're making a big decision, just remember that there's always like, there's no right decision, right? Like, Any decision that you make will be right for you. And so you can never like lose out based on the decision that you make. And I think that's always really helpful to remind ourselves. We're also going to talk about deep listening and feminine energy. Deep listening is something that Mel embodies so beautifully. So we're really diving into what that actually means. And of course, diving into the power of feminine energy. We're also talking about what it's been like for Mel living and working abroad. Mel is a digital nomad. She moves around a lot and I've absolutely loved following her journey. So she's telling us some of the things that she's learned through that process. And finally, a conversation took a beautiful and unexpected turn where we spoke about friendship. And uh, it's a really beautiful conversation all about how Mel manages to keep up that friendship what right, while she is living and working abroad and moving around regularly. And there are many, many quotables in this episode. So everybody, without further ado, please enjoy this wonderful episode and conversation with Mel Dolan. Hi, Mel. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Letitia. Thanks so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. I'm so excited to have you here. To get us started, can you let our beautiful listeners know a little bit about who you are
1: and who you serve? yeah I'm so happy to be here so uh, so my name's Mel Dolan and who do I serve well I really serve mostly women but also men uh, in really finding their true selves and unlocking their power uh, that has through society through um, you know just belief forms that that have been passed down from parents and peers and society and have really caused to create these layers and layers of, of shells in a way. And so I work with people uh, who who are ready to peel away those layers and really their true self, because that's where I believe we really, that's all it is. It's a remembering, it's coming back home, who we really are. And then the world just starts to make sense and things start to flow and we start to experience the joy and all of the range of emotions in, in, a, in a healthy and fast. like we were meant to experience this life. Mm. I love that you
0: mentioned how you feel when you are um, aligned with that true self, that flow and that things make sense and the feeling of joy. And um, yeah, I've definitely been on my own journey with that same trajectory and, um, and I guess, journey. And yeah, life does make so much more sense <laughs> as we unlock mm-hmm. that beautiful power within us. So Mel, I just yeah. thought of something that would be really fun for you to share, uh, so people can know a little bit more about you. What is your tell? Tell everyone a little bit about like your astrology information and human design type.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love astrology and human design, and I and I use to better understand my clients. And um, before even sharing mine, what what I do want to share about these tools um is that it, because just lately late, looping this back to what i was saying about finding your true self it, the the fun thing about astrology and human design is it opens up our understanding and compassion for how everyone is so different and appreciation for how everyone is so different um so i just wanted to preface it with that and i am a pisces sun so Pisces, being this the the oldest sign in the zodiac, actually have uh, it, that's where we get our deep empathy, understand all of the other signs of the zodiac. This um, pretty psychic sign, uh, deep feeling sign, being a water, the water element, uh, in touch with emotions and using emotions as as an intelligence and a roadmap um and then my moon both my moon and rising sign are libra so the connector, the harmonizer the the focus on balance creating balance and um and the yeah yeah i don't know if you know much about we love connecting and that's really we learn so much from the other, from others as our mirror. And then I am a generator in human design. Mm.
0: Beautiful. I just think it's so great when we un- know this about others because it kind of allows us to understand a little bit more about each other's different energy. And I love how you preface that with talking about how these tools really help us to have an appreciation um, and compassion for the diversity um, that mm-hmm. each human brings. And especially that only comes
1: when we're being our true selves. Absolutely. Helps us to find where we can create balance. For instance, you know, I've worked with, I work with you as a, my business coach because I have so much of this water, feminine energy, but my North node where I'm, heading into my karmic destiny point is in Capricorn, which is the father of the zodiac. So that's my, that's where it's not natural for me, but the more I move into that direction, I actually can really create more flow in my life and, and receive the lessons that I'm here to receive. So it actually is very beneficial having this awareness. And instead of You know, I'm more aware of the resistance to it and and I can feel it when it's not necessarily out of alignment for me when there's resistance, but that actually to surround myself with that Capricorn influence is very helpful. Mm. We all have our own, you know, everyone has their own kind of stretch points and it's really nice to know about these things.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And I would love for you to touch on a little bit more about what you just said there about um feeling that resistance but it not necessarily being out of alignment. And the reason that I'd love for you just to, let's just see what comes through for you on that mel um to explain that difference a little bit more because that's something that I hear um very often from my clients is this resistance or am I out of alignment here? what are your thoughts
1: on that? Yeah, this is such a good question. My clients, uh, come up against this a lot and actually I do too. And (laughs) the way that we can really tune into this, because I will say it's not always black and white. Like this is something subtle and sophisticated. Um, and I I really believe this is where you tune in to your, you tune into your intuition, you tune into your inner voice. Or what I like to use the most is tuning into my body. Mm. So if I'm not sure, is it resistance or is it out of alignment? I have to drop out of my head because my head's creating all of the stories that are coming from so many external circumstances, past, circumstances and to be really present I actually need to drop out of my mind drop into my body so that's typically through breath through tools that I've gained over the years and and you know maybe even looking in human design where you have um, what are they what are the parts that are filled in
0: like the energy centers
1: yes I, I know astrology much more than human design, but anyway, we all have different parts. We tune in and whether you know your human design or not, basically for me, like my womb space is where I gain a lot of my answers. Mm. And some for some people, it will be more in their belly. For some people, it will be more in their heart. And that's just a learning for yourself, where in your body do you. You have this strong communication with and that can take time to develop but for anyone you know you drop out of the head into the body and you can simply ask the question Mm. is this resistance or is this not for me and when it's resistance but it's actually going to lead you to growth it's typically to give some indication of yes maybe that is a little bit stomach or a little bit of warmth in your heart that you feel for a moment because you're out of your head. So fear, you know, a lot of times the resistance is just fear in some way. Mm -hmm. And so your body is saying, yes, we have so much body wisdom to lean into. Um, And uh, versus if it's out of alignment, you a lot of contraction where it's just like, "Uh uh-uh, nope, that's not for me. Mm. Oh,
0: I love that. And I realize what you're probably talking about with the human design are the inner authorities. So um, if you're a sacral center, for instance, like that, you know, that's the area, your your gut, you have that gut feeling. Um, But someone like me, it's my solar plexus. And so for me, my emotions,
1: Mm. (laughs) or
0: when I'm in a place of calm, that's where I'm able to really um understand the difference between whether it's resistance or whether it's out of alignment and each of the each of the energy types in human design have different authorities and then even within some of
1: those types there's um, differences there. so yes, exactly I, yeah and and the term I was actually also thinking of was defined. so for instance, if you don't have a defined um, a heart space, for instance, you're more likely to pick up other people's feelings in this, in this uh, energy center. So my liable to make sure that that decision is coming from you. Mm,
0: So that is so good. Yeah. There's so much we can learn from human design about ourselves and each other. And it's really beautiful the way that you've answered that question to see how it is unique and different for each of us in the way that we're able to distinguish between what is resistance and what is alignment. And I think that's why, like, and this will probably come up, I, I suspect as a big pattern in our conversation today, um, you know, this is the the feminine, the creative mm-hmm. energy. It's subjective. It's felt. It's experienced. It's explained differently for each person because it's not something that's mental and through the mind
1: yes exactly
0: beautiful i love that um so i also just wanted to mention that equally while um your your north node is that capricorn mine is pisces which is your star sign Mm -hmm. so that's so your sun sign (laughs) which is so beautiful yes (laughs) i love it I know. So cool. So we always alert we're able to learn from all of the relationships we have in our life. Um, So Mel, was there anything else that you wanted to let everybody know about um, who you serve? Like in particular um, the, the feminine part of your work. I'd really love to touch on that for a moment.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I run a group women's program called Reclaiming Femme really is about this journey about coming into your feminine power. And so this is really uh it was inspired by my own story because what so many of us is for instance I grew up with poverty, uh, you know, in, in um in a very lack and and scarcity type of environment. And so what happens is we, I mentioned this also in the beginning, is we put shells on. So these Mm -hmm. shells are are sometimes for survival. Sometimes it's absolutely necessary. For me, it, it felt absolutely necessary. And it was very purposeful in a time of my life where I said, I just need to make sure that whatever I do, I make a lot of, and I also didn't want to rely on anybody, especially, uh, this can happen through your upbringings of, you know, if you see, um, your, your, one of your parents like relying on the other and something you don't like it. So then you're like, I have to be super independent and that's amazing. And we do want to have, um, you know, it's It's very healthy to to have financial independence, but we take it to this extreme of then being so far in our masculine energy of I need to make this ton of a uh, ton of money just by doing like because that's that hustle energy, and it does work, but that's not necessarily your beautiful, natural essence of the balance of the masculine and feminine so for me I really swayed into this masculine energy climbing up the corporate ladder but never but always from the doing uh, from the masculine essence and mm-hmm. completely denying my feminine essence that actually thrives it from Connecting and connection is actually more important than achievement to to the feminine Mm -hmm. essence, and having this state of, of being able to flow and adapt, and um, and you know, less the structure is more of the masculine essence. And so, when we get too far on one side, we get out of balance, and this can result in even a physical imbalance. So for me, I was experiencing a lot of illness, I was experiencing hormonal imbalance for years and years and years. Um And, and I realized I was so far from my feminine essence, even in my relationships, uh, actually, like independence is, is more of a masculine trait. But but being able to work together interdependence is mm. is more of that that balance and uh many ways it was showing up and coming back into my feminine essence was when my body started saying yes the illnesses were dropping away my energy levels were were getting you know back to what my body wanted to be like in having this experience of life, not being tired all the time, not being reliant on stimulants. And, and also that's when opportunities started flowing to me synchronicities, abundance, um, just following my heart and trusting my heart. And so coming into my feminine essence, uh, and, and without abandoning the masculine essence that's absolutely necessary to find and always be able to dance between the two energies and find your own unique recipe that is also evolving. So um, it's always a journey and a rebalancing. And so this journey of Reclaiming Femme, this is my group women's program that runs a few times a year. And so we all move together with coming into really reclaim your feminine power, this energy that has been so suppressed collectively.
0: Yes, I love, love, love the way you have described that interdependent versus independent um, and how you, uh, I wrote it down, but yeah, your unique recipe and dancing between the two, that that idea of balance is is different for each person. And I think this is why a lot of um people find it really hard to understand, you know, what is balance? What is balance? I'm told it looks like, you know, work-life balance, for instance, <laughs> it should look like this, but that idea of balance, it has, it only feels in balance. Um, if it feels balanced to you, um, I'm, uh, it's hard to describe without my hands right now, because I feel like I'm <laughs> using my hands a lot, but um, it's something I that you feel, feel. inside <laughs> yourself. <laughs> yeah, you're, it's it's something that only you you know what you need by tuning inside yourself, and that's that's how you're able to um, determine whether you need you know more to be more in your masculine right now, or do I need to be more in my feminine right now? So I really feel and see all that you're saying there, and also as you know, Mel deeply resonate with your journey, embracing your masculine and then needing to swing the other way and then find a beautiful balance between the two. So thank you for sharing the story on that. Okay. So Mel, can you let us know a little bit more about how you got to where you are today and created this amazing business that you have today?
1: Yeah, sure. So Yeah. I mentioned a little bit about how uh, I grew up kind of in this, just through with scarcity, lack, poverty. And, um, you know, I was always having fun and everything, but I always had this, this concept of just make a lot of money. Like that's what you need. That's what you're is going to make you happy. So Mm -hmm. even into, college, I just said, what's the job that's going to make me money? (laughs) So I went into business, I went into finance, and he's liked math. So you know, it was actually fun. It was pretty fun for me. But then I went into consulting. And so actually, this was still, it was always important to me to do something that was really exciting to me. And consulting meant I got to travel, and it was what allowed me to move from Pittsburgh to New York City. And and I was, you know, manifesting back then, way before I knew what it what it was. Uh, but made that happen, and I was in consulting for about three and a half years, mm. and maybe four. And traveling all over, which was great, but also exhausting, and working so many hours you know, 50, 60 hour weeks, waking up at 4 a.m. on Mondays to travel somewhere and getting home late Thursday nights. And it just started to feel out of alignment. I was just kind of like, what am I even doing this for? And so, I started going on these soul searching weekends and I wouldn't tell anyone in town that I was home, that I was in New York and I would kind of like hide out in the library or a coffee shop over the weekend and just, I would be doing all the things that just felt good that finding books stumbling upon random books that just jumped out at me and and binge reading them over the weekend and talking to astrologers and healers and just started really figuring finding things that interest me outside of work and i think that's such an amazing way to just let it be a discovery let it be an and So these little hints of there's something more out here for me kept coming up, and especially it was coming up because I lost my father. And whenever you have such a big loss uh, and and or any kind of rock bottom, you know it really speeds up this process of what is my purpose here? What am I here to do? And so that really sped up the process for me, especially because my, my dad, one of our last conversations he, uh, we had was he asked if I was happy when I was, it was a conversation I was talking about work and all the, and he asked, are you happy? And because we can, we can, you know, go off on, Explaining how amazing all these external things are, but how often are we really checking in and saying, does this actually really make me happy? And so that question really started to get louder for me. Mm-hmm. And I said, I like these little weekends here and there, but they were they weren't easy to, you know, just stop all of my Um, social life and even working on the weekends to pursue these interests. So I ended up saying, I'm going to take three months off of work, take a sabbatical and what was going to just be a yoga retreat for myself to receive ended up being a yoga teacher training uh, just because as I was looking for the retreats, my, the teacher I really connected with announced her first ever teacher training. And I said, well, yoga has been the one thing that's been consistent in my life since I was 14. Maybe I should do it. And, and just listening to those yeses, those, those full body yeses, like even if it's scary and maybe doesn't make sense at the moment, I was just listening to that one step at a time. And so and i did my yoga training which was so amazing i i started doing an integrative nutrition uh, program through iin institute for integrative nutrition and without even really having this end vision in mind, just little hints of it. And, and that was enough to lead me, you know, light the path one step at a time of of making this major uh, shift. And I did a Reiki energy healing training. I was just following these yeses. And then I went back to work, but I was teaching yoga here and there. Um, and finding so much fulfillment in these, pursuing these other interests. And I really came to a crossroad of, am I going to stay in consulting and get promoted and make a lot of money and continue on this path? Um, uh, You know, it was, that was set up for me. And, or am I going to take a big risk and become an entrepreneur, which I actually always wanted that, that word, you know, I always wanted to have my own business. That's what I pictured when I was in high school. It wasn't until college that no one else wanted to do this. And so I, you know, at least in my circle. And so I didn't know how it was possible. But when I got older, you know, as I'm pursuing these other interests, I started to see how it could be a reality. And so it really did into my intuition and I just said give me some signs like you here listening is it time to quit this this comfortable uh secure path that is not really feeding my heart anymore uh or am I going to pursue this more you know maybe riskier path but it lights me up so much and excites me and gives me energy and so the universe came in pretty, pretty loud and clear after that, giving me signs. And it was just a no brainer. And so I did a quit consulting. And then that was really when the fun started. It's like, what, what now? And, and the universe really, I think rewards us when we listen to those full body heart yeses. And things really started just flowing for me, synchronicities and uh, opportunities. And, and I had always kind of dreamt about living abroad and traveling more, but had no idea how it was possible. And I was in a four and a half year relationship at that point. And uh, my partner and at the time didn't want that life. And we were starting to grow in very different directions. So again, had to make a really big life decision to, to, um, you know come to terms that 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 relationship was no longer in alignment for both of our paths mm-hmm. and so ending that relationship actually was what opened up this idea for me that yeah you know not only only am I going to start my own business I want to do this abroad I want to you know live in different places and I was paying attention to inspiration and people that were that I just their life looked so you know it looked like what my heart was wanting so it was inspiring for me and and I moved to Portugal first and had an amazing time there, and then moved to Morocco, and I was teaching yoga on rooftops overlooking the ocean, as I was starting to slowly build my online business, and also partnered with some uh, some of my expanders and and role models actually in their online business and having that partnership was like a bridge job for me as I was building my own, um, part, you know, doing, doing some work part-time through in other avenues while building my own and learning what it's all about to be an entrepreneur. And then, um, about two years, maybe about a year, actually about a year that it was fully then in, um, just running my own programs I don't like to use the word just but it was <laughs> it was entrepreneurship that it was uh, you know fully my own business running my own mentorships running my own group programs and um yeah I lived in Bali I traveled in Spain and Europe and now I'm living here in Tulum Mexico <laughs> I love that
0: mel oh my gosh there's so much in your story that i've just underlined as you were talking it's it's so we just learn so much of course about one another when we listen to each other's stories but also we just learn so much for ourselves seeing the path, witnessing the path that others have taken, and especially as they as as they describe it in hindsight, and it's just such a gift. And I just wanted to pause there to say that. Um, so I I love how you mentioned that a rock bottom really speeds up the process uh, when it comes to aligning with both your true self and and your purpose. Um, I'd love to know from your perspective what does purpose mean to you
1: (laughs) great question (laughs) and and yeah it is a really great question because purpose I've seen it 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 almost like becomes this big thing that's like I just want to find my purpose and then and we can get paralyzed by that and I believe that our it's you know it's not one purpose. We have many purposes for being here, and uh, and I I think of it as when I use the word at least, I'm really talking about what is so true in your heart that is undeniable. Like that's alignment. That's Mm. when it's just there's no other way. There's no other option, and it's something we can really deepen. I mean, it's like working, living in your purpose is like working a muscle. And Mm -hmm. the more you do it, the louder it is. So at first when it was just breadcrumbs for me, when it was, mm, you know, energy healing sounds interesting. Integrative nutrition sounds interesting. These just felt like little breadcrumbs that were giving me excitement. But then- it became, and now really where I'm at, it's like, it's a, it's nothing else is an option. When, when the, my women's course is coming through me, being downloaded through me, it's the only way it's, I have no other choice, but to share this. And so living that's, that's, your purpose, right? Like it's this something that wants to come through you that wants to be expressed through you to be shared with the world or shared in your inner circle. What wants to come through you, you know, and it's always so unique and, and expressed, even if it's the same teachings, it's expressed differently through you. And when we have those layers peeled away, those masks, that's the only way we know that it's authentic. (laughs) Oh, this is so beautiful.
0: So what I'm really hearing from you is that purpose is alignment at its simplest core, which is, I haven't really ever, um, heard it expressed in that way. That's really beautiful.
1: Yeah, it, it really is. Like it's as simple as, as being you, and sounds yeah. so simple, but actually as humans, that's not always so simple. It gets really complicated and convoluted and we're sensitive. So we absorb so much, uh, and, and just, you know, through our upbringings and through our peers and it's actually, it's the, the work is coming back to you.
0: Mm, yes. Yeah. I love that. That's um, I really see purpose now these days as being you. I'm using that phrase all the time. I absolutely love it. And, and I, it's just so beautiful. The similarities along um, our journeys, both of our journeys to know, and you know, we can find similarities with every single person that we That we meet and take the time to actually talk to and get to know their stories, and it's just so beautiful um, to really see how you've gone through this very similar trajectory as as I have from that masculine to the feminine and that experience of the download. And I've even um, I I had the same experience when I ran um, "Embrace Your Feminine Essence" back in 2018, sitting at an airport, and this entire course just being downloaded, all of the modules there, all of everything we're going to talk about, just completely done. It was so easy to create. And I had that same experience recently with Jess Lively's uh, the moving forward, the business course I've been running for the inner voice facilitator trainers. And it's it's like the way that you describe that as being through you.
1: And it's so incredible when that happens. I love it too. And I think it's so like, it's almost, it's funny to me because those moments when something comes through so clearly, we're almost like, wait, it gets to be this easy. And then like our our mental, you know, habits come in that create problems that are like, just create doubt around it because you're like, there's no way this could be this easy. Yes,
0: absolutely, (laughs) exactly. And that's where it comes back to being able to wait for inspiration in a way that is actually pleasant for you rather than like it's a, it's about trust, right you know like trusting that the inspiration will come rather than trying to force ourselves to um, effort and hustle in the meantime while we're waiting for that inspiration to drop like it comes through the space just like from your story with the three months off that you took that created space and then all of these, things dropped through for you and um, I love how you also mentioned about following those the, the, the yeses and the breadcrumbs and how just one at a time it's not about having the whole plan but one at a time you've then built this incredible business and focus that you never would have been able to like plan from
1: the beginning when you were thinking about oh what else could I do Totally, totally. And if you do have that plan, that vision from the beginning, like that's amazing too. But we, we, that's where we can really honor our feminine essence to be able to adjust and modify that as we go along because, like, the world is changing so rapidly. We're changing rapidly to be able to have that sense of listening that sense of trust and, and adapting is so important, like to be able to, yeah, really experience the magic that's coming through.
0: Yes. Beautiful. The other thing that I um, took away from your story is that you actually asked to be given signs. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that I know for me, I've got to remind myself all the time when you want something you got to ask for it and that doesn't mean it needs to be asking uh, from another person. It could just be asking like, you know, your energetic squad or the universe, mm-hmm. just asking, I'm ready for this, please, can you give me a sign or can you send support? And it does come but
1: we have to ask for it first. Totally. Totally. I think it's an Abraham Hicks teaching ask and it is given. It's like it, it is, it's up to us to ask, and we get to really be the commanders of our own reality. And that's just been such a loud lesson that I've been receiving this year. It's like we, yes, like we are in this open place of receiving open to receive, which is also a muscle to work. That's not natural for a lot of us. Mm -hmm. And so, so this practice of opening to receive this, this getting yourself into this state, but also that's where then it's, it's the balance, right? Like you have to ask for what is it that you want to receive? Yeah.
0: Yeah, the asking and then the actual receiving, allowing yourself to receive, whether that's the opening or the enjoyment of whatever it is that you're receiving. Yeah, that's so beautiful.
1: Yeah. And the ask, the ask doesn't need to be something like very specific. Like, say, if you're, if you're, just wanting to wake up feeling excited. It's, it's about tuning into the feeling that you're desiring, even if you can't see something like a crystal clear vision, but tuning into what is the feeling like, like, you know, universe, like what light up the path for me to go to bed, feeling full of gratitude Mm -hmm. and, and to get into that place of, of gratitude and fulfillment. If that's what you're craving, like, like that's, you can have these asks because I just, I share this because I know I work with people uh, that are like, I don't know what to ask for. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that's a really good
0: point. So Mel, I also would love to touch on just you. So you've made, you made that, um, that took that risk as you called it when you left your corporate job behind and went into entrepreneurship. And then also I imagine that feeling of risk um, would have come up as well with that big life decision that you spoke of when you um, decided to live abroad and you, were, you had your partnership, your relationship that you ended up um, uh, needing to end. So when you, th- with your experience with these big life transitions and these big decisions, um, what really helps you to know what is the right next decision to make?
1: Yeah, so even before the knowing of what the actual action is, I think what really is the foundation there and the the way that you can even take that that first step or that leap is to know that you always have you. It, it really for me, like I really needed to come into this place of self-love and self-trust that no matter what I did, no matter if I made a decision and it and it didn't work out, that it would be okay. I would always have myself. I always have this home in my body. I always, and I'm also very much supported by my spirit team. by By the universe, like truly, the universe always has our back. And so, opening up my own spirituality gave me this this deep sense of trust and so it's trust in the world trust in ourselves trust in the universe trust in, some, in ourselves and and so i think that's a really important foundation i don't really know many people who have been able mm-hmm. to take the leaps and the risks without really getting solid in that self trust and so that was step one and remembering that you're never stuck everything is temporary that's the only constant is change so that i just really said this is what's going to bring me joy right now and actually it just feels like a full body yes so it's tuning in to does this give me the excitement? Like, that's what I was asking for. I wanted to wake up with enthusiasm and these, these, these ideas, these visions coming to my mind. However, for some people it's more visual audio uh, audible or, or just an idea. Um, and, and seeing, does that really give you energy? Does that, that's my favorite question to ask is does this give me energy or does it take feel like a depletion? And so that's really how I answer yes or no. That's how I decide where I'm going next. So living nomadically, when I'm looking at different locations, it's it's really it's an allowing for it to come in and then really checking in, tuning in. Does this give me energy or does it take away? Hmm. Oh, that's such a
0: great question. I love that, and um, and such a beautiful segue into the the next area I wanted to ask you about, which is which is about you know living abroad and being a nomad and running a business. Um, is there like what have you learned um, by living life in that way? Because what I imagine is that it really requires trust and um, opens you up to being able to really embody flow in a deeper way this is why I always want to travel and um, and do the nomadic lifestyle and I find when I'm on holidays that I'm really able to embody that sense of flow Mm -hmm. in a uh, in a more like I don't know up-leveled way than in usual life so I'd love to know um, yeah just what what have you really learned uh, while living this
1: way yeah amazing and hey I'm gonna start off with like this maybe isn't for everybody I don't want to make that assumption but <laughs> but it's definitely for me what really gives me like this creative surge of energy is like changing environments and learning something new being in different cultures meeting different types of people um, because it's this is very neurological. Like it, it forces us, even learning a new language forces our, our brain to create new neural networks. So it changes the pattern um, and, and that's going to spark creativity and creativity, that creative force, the kundalini energy within us. It's also the sexual energy. Like these are all this, this incredible life force within us, our most powerful creative energy. And so this is what really gets sparked for me. I'm traveling, but there's the balance, right? Of fight of what used to happen when I was traveling is I'd have all this creativity, but then I didn't have the space to really do something with it. And then that created tension and suffering for me. So that's really where I don't know. There's different terms you can call it. Some people call it like slow nomad. Like you, I, I, I really like to live in a place for yeah, like six months or something because then I get to have that those surges of creativity. But I also get to set up a really beautiful foundation and, and sense of home that gives us that grounding to be able to really take our creative energy and, and do something with it, uh, really bring it into this, you know, 3d and, and, um, I've gotten also, you know, a lot better with this. This is where I think a lot of people where they're like, no, that life is not for me, but the the things that I travel with, I travel with a like an eight pound bag of crystals but that's what allows me to create yeah it was a very funny whenever they're like your bag's overweight I'm like okay I only need to change one like bring out one thing (laughs) (laughs) but this is what it allows me to drop some get somewhere and I immediately can set up this this place of home and that gives me the grounding to be able to run my business um in in different locations and that's the power of the feminine energy also this adaptability that you're able to flow with it your schedule might not look the same every day and and actually honoring that has really allowed me to tap into my superpowers Mm. Oh,
0: I love, love, love hearing everything you're saying here and, um, about just that anchoring yourself into the new place that you're in, how that really allows for that beautiful, um, balance, I guess, between the, the, having the Receiving the inspiration and then acting on it, and I can really relate to that. My like ideal with traveling is living somewhere for at least three to six months and then moving. I really enjoy that pattern too. Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's my ideal lifestyle as well. And I and I relate with what you've said about. Setting up the home, how that really helps you to have that sense of foundation, and I also imagine as someone who loves um, connection and community, which I think we all do to some degree. But it also allows you to build some connection and community um, in the new places. Would you be able to touch on how you found um, uh, how you found keeping friendships and connection up, even though you're someone who Moves around because I think that's something that our listeners will probably be really interested in as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you're you're speaking to a double Libra over here, so emotions friends and friendships uh, have are a massive part of my life. I mean, even there's also you can see Jupiter on your chart it's where you have luck and expansion. It's, it's kind of our, our good fortune uh, planet and wherever that's placed gives us some insight. And mine is in the house of friendships, actually. So I've always really had beautiful friends in my life that I am, that I just cherish so deeply. And it's always been easy to make friends when I go to these new places and And that's, you know, that's like what makes these experiences so deep and so rich. And then there's always a time to really create balance of of being with yourself. And actually, I'm a person that needs, as much as I'm saying all of this, I need a lot of alone time as well. And so one way that I really balance my friendships is making sure that I am giving myself that alone time, that, that I... I need my people to know that I love you and I appreciate you, but that I need to fill up my own to be present with you. And there are times when this needs to be an actual conversation, but a lot of times when we just are so solid at about ourselves, that is reflected in our external. So, when, when I, you know, I'm going to be late to something because actually it was very important to me to take a 15 minute breath work or meditation with myself, knowing that I'm going to be that much more present at coffee with a friend, um, that that's, that's more important. And it's, it's very, resp- I found it's very respected. And so that's just an, that's an energetic uh, people feel that when you're giving yourself that time and space that you need and so that you can be fully present. And so that's really how I have continued to have such beautiful friends in my life is that when I am with them, when we do have that that time together, whether that's FaceTiming because we live in different places or if that's a new friend that I have met in a new location. It's when I am with them, I'm present. My phone is away. I'm deeply listening. I'm deeply genuinely interested. And if I'm not, that's when I if I'm if I'm too much in my own stuff, if I'm distracted thinking about something else, that's when I'm honest. And it's a community, it's a communicating that, you know, I want to be present with you. So actually can we save this conversation?
0: Mm. Yeah, and what a um, what a gift that is for your friends as well to see you embodying that. That gives them permission to also show up and do the things that they need for their own self and self care too, so that they can be present in those um,
1: communications as well. Absolutely, and uh, I think this is actually something not talked about enough that uh, you know. Friendships because it's such an important part of our life. And it doesn't, you know, friendships don't, don't they don't, it doesn't mean we have to be in constant conversation every single day. A lot of my very best friends, like sometimes we go months without talking and we always know our love for each other is just as strong and pure and genuine.
0: Yeah, that's, I, this isn't something that's uh, spoken about often. And I, I'm the same. I love a lot of alone time and also love being around people too and it's this beautiful balance. And some of my closest friends as well, it's, you know, the same thing. We don't see each other for a month or a few months depending on like where I'm living. And but when we see each other, it's we just really pick up and we're present and and it I think that what you've said there about knowing that you still, that you love one another and that you respect each other's paths is what makes those friendships be able to exist in that way. Because then I have had other relationships in my life where there is more of a need for more um, communication, but there's, there's a, um, a misalignment there because that's not necessarily what I'm able to give. And so I need to be able to communicate that to in those friendships. That's something that I've learned over the years, anyway, and something that I'm still working on. Um, but I think it's really important in all relationships to really be able to see like where the other person is coming from and what they need, and and that can only come through and and also you communicating what you need. Um, And that can only come through communication and really reminding people that you love and appreciate them so much, even if you're not in their life all the time and seeing them. And well, that's something that I've learned from living abroad myself um, over the years, but I'm definitely still working on that area.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Uh, Yeah. The communication is so amazing and it's such a good opportunity. Like conscious communication is, Mm. is something that I think brings us into a level of wholeness, like that we're not taught in school how to have these conscious conversations where it's, we we're taught to avoid confrontation. And so going beyond those, those, limits of like this feels uncomfortable but actually it's almost always at the end of the conversation it's like wow I'm so (laughs) glad I spoke my truth and I'm so glad that I listened to somebody else's truth conscious communication isn't just sharing it's also listening Mm -hmm. and And even, uh, you know, besides the actual communication, I think it's really getting honest with yourself of, of about, you know, what do you need? And also this, you know, Libras and cancers might be able to relate to this and Mm -hmm. other signs too, but definitely these ones, like the people pleasing energy Mm -hmm. and that's just so depleting for us that, that if you feel yourself saying, I feel bad, I feel bad. It's like, well, check in. Do you really need to feel bad? Or are you just being honest with what you need? And, (laughs) um, and so just just, tuning in into like what it is that you actually need and to be fully present with with your people it's so its such a beautiful way mm. to, oh. yeah, to maintain these these beautiful connections in your life
0: mm, I love the um, the direction that this conversation has gone in we couldn't have possibly yeah. planned it just to... I love
1: pandas, yes yeah. <laughs> it's so good.
0: So actually um one I really wanted to talk to you about deep listening because that's something that I've observed from you in our beautiful mistress mind space to embody in such a beautiful way. Like you when you show up in each call and you listen to the other women You're so deeply present, and I know that because of the space you hold, and then also your reflections after. And I'd love to know: is there any um, advice that you might want to share when it comes to how you embody that deep presence and deep listening?
1: Yeah. Oh, thanks for this question, and thanks for saying that. Uh, So this is really like this is mindfulness this is the power this is the benefit of meditation of our own practices because for so much of my life i was in my head constant thoughts constantly just never-ending thoughts and i wasn't able to be present in conversations even you can sense you're not present in a conversation when you're always thinking about what you're going to say next, it's a checking in. Am I actually listening? And, and there's so much magic that happens. Like anyone listening, I just encourage you to just have an experiment with it. That instead of anticipating, what are you going to say next? How can I just truly listen and like feel? And, and that's the, the empath, like where we can, really feel how, how people, you know, what is their experience as they're saying this or, and that's when things really come through me. And that's what comes through in my coaching too. Like when I'm just truly listening, that's when I'm getting these divine messages to share with somebody after, you know, it's, it's that concept of, of something coming through me because I'm not in my head. Mm-hmm. That's like where the work is and it's easier said than done. <laughs> right? That's why we meditate. That's why we do yoga. It's not just because of that practice on the mat or that 15 minutes in the morning. It's so that we can show up with full presence in our relationships, in our interactions with that, that sense of deep listening. Mm.
0: Yeah. What I'm really feeling from you as you were just speaking is, it, is that it's another example of creating that space.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Creating the space to really see and understand the person that you're listening to and then also to to receive, not mentally, but, you know, from the
1: divine. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting, actually. Everything really switched for me then over, oh, were, you know, these were subtle, small shifts, but just even looking back conversations, I think growing up and, and into my young younger twenties, it's like, I was always kind of feeling like what's in it for me or what are they thinking about me? And now when I'm in conversation, it's like, I'm just genuinely so interested by that person and what they have to say. And and how much more enjoyable, like just even me explaining that, isn't it so much more enjoyable? Does it like sound more, more exciting to be in a conversation that you're like, oh my gosh, what does this person have to teach me or share with, share, like wh- what can I learn from this person or, or receive from this person just by, by listening, by giving my presence? And um, yeah, it's, it's a totally different energy. Through these interactions, and I also notice it, and I've had to do this, you know, with 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 best friends that when I can feel that they're not being present when we're in conversation, that I actually have said to people like, "Hey, I think you need some alone time. Let's pick this up later."
0: <laughs> That's beautiful. What a gift to both yourself and um, and whoever that person is to have that permission to just. Yeah. Create that space for themselves. I, I've just loved listening (laughs) to everything that you've said then Mel, that's really, really beautiful. And, um, you're so right. It makes the conversation so much more fun when we're actually also looking with curiosity at what is being said so that we learn from every interaction that we have. What a beautiful gift yeah mm. that's, that's
1: a, like such a gift of being in this human incarnation too i really feel mm. <laughs> yeah like that's what
0: we're here to do right learn from one another yeah mm. beautiful Okay, Mel. So I know that we're getting to the end of our time together. So I'll start to wrap things up, but I just want you to know that there are so many things that we could talk about, and that I'm always—I just love having conversations with you. They're always so rich, and we can go on so many different tangents. It's so fun. I would.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm happy like to just. It's been really lovely to just let this conversation go wherever it wanted to.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you're the perfect person to have an absolutely flowing conversation with, with all of your Pisces energy and teaching me about the ability to drop even deeper into the flow. Um, so I, as I, as my final question for you, I'd love to know. So you've been with us in our beautiful holistic business, mistress mind space. And, um, and we've been working on your business together, I'd love to know throughout the Mistress Mind or um, over the past, like let's say 2020, what have been some of the top moments in both the Mistress Mind, but also in your business journey?
1: Yeah, great question. Um, my The Mistress Mind has been so amazing. So, you know, I shared my journey about, uh, being, you know, working with other people and collaborations. And then I went completely into solopreneurship Mm. and, and it's amazing because I love having free reign to do whatever is coming through me. Uh, but I also, I was getting to a point where, you know, I was kind of missing that just, Having other empowered women as as soundboards and and hearing like that's we just mentioned how you really were here to learn from each other and grow with each other, so that's exactly like I knew I wanted to to cultivate and ask for that space to be created in my life to support my business in such a holistic way which has been amazing as well because for me it's not just like the pragmatics for me it's it's always been much more than that and so that's what i love about the mistress mind is like you know for the first for i think it was in the i don't know the first session that i was like i have nothing actually about pragmatics about my business but all of these other mindset things coming up right now and to have <laughs> face for that support and to just have, have to be heard and seen and witnessed in all of the aspects that come up as a business owner. Um, it's been really amazing. So that's um, yeah. Like that's really been for me, like such a takeaway with the mistress mind is having that space, having that consistent space and also um, like having and this is the this is my intention with when i create my group programs as well and even my one-on-one mentorship that i collect connect the others in that one-on-one with each other is when the more we surround ourselves with people that are inspiring maybe doing something similar but different like it's a transmission of energy so for instance i i missed uh, one of the mistress mind calls because I was traveling and, and just tuning into the replay, it was like that energy to get back into my flow, mm. back into my work, my, my flow of cre- of running my business. So it's an energetic transmission when you surround yourself with people that are, that are, you know, empowered women running businesses Like that's literally the energetic transmission that I'm getting every time I'm surrounded by this energy. And so especially as a sensitive and many of us are, it's like, wow, I really get to use this energy as fuel, Mm -hmm. as, as, as a, a receiving of, yeah, it's what gives, it gives me energy. So I really love that. Um, that I've, you know, received this from the mistress mind mm. and to, to build you, you know, you'd ask me, yeah, like highlights in my business. Oh, wow. I mean, just the journey of entrepreneurship is just so amazing. It gives us this sense of freedom and liberation to, do what we're here to do, to serve in a way that is so in alignment with our heart and being able to wake up and be of service in a way that I know it's coming through me. And in a, in a way that I've been led is just the most satisfying, the most fulfilling feeling that really there's no words to put on it it's mm. completely experiential. I know you can relate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I absolutely can. And I actually think that's the such a beautiful way to describe it. It's, you know, I'm just thinking with all of the beautiful, um, women I support when they're starting their businesses. And I know Mel, you support, um, a lot of your clients as well, who are, you know, making that transition into entrepreneurship as well. Um, what, what if that's exactly what needs to happen? It needs to just be experienced. Even if a person experiences the, gets a taste of it by experiencing what it's like to have their business and decides it's not for them. They've had the experience and that's the most important thing here. Totally. Totally. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and even if it isn't with business, you know, with Mm -hmm. my, my programs, Uh, reclaiming femme, you know, we do talk about, okay, harnessing your, once we go through the journey, this inner journey, it's mostly an inner journey of, of peeling away those layers, coming back to yourself and tapping into your, your sexual energy. And that has been so covered up with shame and guilt and fear and, and this journey of being able to go through this with other people is so magical. Mm -hmm. So, you know, exactly. Like you said, that it's like, sometimes it might seem like I've had, you know, I've had one-on-one clients come in to my mentorship, wanting to start a business and then midway, midway they realize actually this isn't my truth actually i don't want this right now and that's a beautiful thing too it's all about the experiences and the learnings
0: oh yeah this is golden actually because i think the big one of the one of the big fears for people is really well what if what if that does happen what if i go in and then like in air quotes fail and i like the failure is the not experiencing it for yourself so that you can know in your body whether it's right for you or not and like yeah I think it's just about really redefining what failure means to us so thank you for the gift of um really having that come through in this conversation um I feel like that's really gonna release a lot of resistance for some of our listeners um hearing that that you know what like I can just experience it and it doesn't matter what the
1: actual outcome is and that's the same for everything in life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. We learn so much from, from what we don't want and we don't know what we don't want until we experience it. And it's always meant to be evolving and changing and growing and shifting. And it's, that's the beauty of it.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: Beautiful.
0: Okay, Mel. So um, I'll wrap it up here. I've absolutely adored having this conversation with you. We've covered so many, so much, so many different territories. It's been so beautiful. And I just want to say a really, really big thank you for not only this conversation today, but also for your presence in the mistress mind, because as uh, you've mentioned that, 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 your, your presence has been, every single person's presence in the mistress mind is, is so valuable and so beautiful. And the space that we all co-create together and, and that we co-create in our other programs or any, any group space that you're in, it's, it is what it is because of the people who are in it. And that's why I always love to say whenever I'm opening up a space that you're here for a reason every single person. Like this space will not be what it is without you. And that's what I would love to just say to you right now, Mel, thank you for your presence in this space and in this podcast and in The Mistress Mind. It's been so incredibly beautiful.
1: Thank you so much, Letitia. Thank you for all of the amazing, beautiful spaces that you create that I have personally experienced and and have gained so much from and so truly deeply thank you as well my pleasure and mel where can everybody connect with you yeah amazing so instagram is definitely where i am the most my handle is at it's i-t-s mel m-e-l dolan d-o-l-a-n so from there, you can find my link tree with freebies. There's a free five-day embodied woman challenge. Um, there is the links to my one-on-one mentorship and my group program, Reclaiming Femme. There's the link to my website just to learn a little bit more about me, to my YouTube channel. You can find it all there.
0: Mm, beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, well thank you so much, Mel. Thanks so much, Letitia. So there you have it, my beautiful friends. I want to say a big thank you once again for Mel coming onto the podcast and sharing so openly and vulnerably about her experiences. I really see Mel as someone who is embodying feminine leadership through the gift and strength and power of of vulnerability. And as you can see, when someone stands and is willing to show themselves and to show all of themselves, that is the gift for the person who gets to receive and witness that. So Mel, something I've just admired her from the moment I've met her in every single space she shows up in, she is fully there. She's fully herself and she allows space for that vulnerability. And I think it's been so wonderful to really be able to share a beautiful example of someone embodying her feminine leadership in this way. On this episode, So if you'd love to continue the conversation with Mel and I come and join us either on Instagram, you can take a screenshot of you listening to this episode right now, you can tag it's Mel Dolan and at Letitia Ringe and let us know what was your biggest takeaway? Have you also had a really big decision to make and what really helps you to know that it was the right decision? I'd also love to know if you have also had experience living and working around the world and how you've managed Manage to keep up those connections with beautiful friendships in your life and anything else that you'd love to share about feminine energy or making that leap from corporate to creative, we would love to hear from you. You can also continue the conversation with us over in the holistic business community. We are still running this month, an amazing month of workshops and trainings to support you as you build your business, but also just to nourish and nurture the beautiful you behind your business. You can sign up for that and you'll also get access to the community at Ringe.com forward slash holistic business month. And for anybody who would love to join me for the end of year, amazing process. I take myself through each year and pick up your own copy of my end of year workbook. Make sure you go to Ringe.com forward slash workbook to order your copy right now. And if you've got a special someone that you know would also love this, it would also make a really beautiful uh, end of year gift for that person. So you can always order a copy for that person as well. And finally, if you'd love to partner with me in your beautiful business in 2021, a reminder to give yourself 30 minutes to set some time aside to make your way through the business assessment form, which you can take at latisharange.com forward slash assessment. All right, my beautiful friends, it has been so wonderful to be here with you all today. Have a beautiful day and I will see you in our next episode. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash C-Y-B-B. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.